Hi everyone, Dave Stahoviak here, host of the Coaching for Leaders podcast with the start of a brand new audio course on how to engage your audience. First, an announcement. I've just opened up applications to the Coaching for Leaders Academy through Friday, September 10th. The Academy is a year-long cohort of participant leaders who work personally with me to create movement in their leadership development and organizational results. You can discover more and apply for the Academy by going over to coachingforleaders.com slash academy. This is the first lesson in a special audio course here on how to engage your audience. Many of you know that I was a corporate trainer for many years, and a lot of that time was spent with clients helping folks to communicate better, especially when speaking and presenting. And a big question I got from a lot of clients who showed up in courses back then, and I still get today, is how do I show up well in front of my audience, whether that audience is in person or online? Well, I'm going to answer that question in detail in this course. I've literally had thousands of hours in both training and facilitation experience in front of groups in the last 20 years. I've been through a ton of training myself on presentation and facilitation with Dale Carnegie and with Toastmasters and lots of other places along the way. And probably most importantly for this course, I've seen the real world successes and sometimes the failures of folks who, like most of us, just want to show up well in front of others in a professional capacity. There's a lot I could say, but I'm going to zero in on the five things that I think are really timeless that transcend industry, medium, purpose of the presentation, you name it. By the end of this course, you'll have some key practical steps you can put into practice right away. Many of you know that we don't engage sponsors here on the Coaching for Leaders podcast, and we don't run ads from other organizations. So whenever I open up applications to our academy, rather than running an ad, I try to provide something that helps everyone in our listening community get better, even if the academy isn't right. So this is the first of five lessons on how to engage your audience. Once applications to the Academy close on September 10th, this course is going to vanish off the public directories and the apps, but I'll still be making it available for full access inside our free membership portal. Those of you who are free members already have full access by logging into the site and just selecting the button that says Courses. And if you don't already have a free membership set up, that's really easy to do. Just set up your membership by going over to coachingforleaders.com and you'll get permanent access to this course and all the other benefits inside the free membership portal, including a number of past audio courses that are already there. So with that, let's dive in on how to engage your audience. My very first assignment when I started working years ago as a Dale Carnegie instructor was to support my mentor in our office with a workshop that he was presenting to our top client. The entire workshop was about 90 minutes. My job was to present approximately 10 minutes of the content while he did the rest. I've long since forgotten the specific topic I was presenting, but I remember that we changed something last minute on the drive over to the client facility. It'll be uh, no surprise to you if you've listened to the show for any length of time that I like things a certain way, with a certain structure, planned out. So I remember that the last minute change was causing me a bit of stress. We kicked off the workshop for about 70 people that were there live, and I think about another 
20 or so people that were on a conference line that was being broadcast to another office. It was the middle of summer. It was a hot day. It was an overcrowded room. The air conditioning wasn't working great. Needless to say, not an ideal venue. For me, the scariest part of speaking to 100 people isn't actually the speaking itself. It's the waiting <laughs> to speak to 100 people. I remember watching my mentor nail the content for about 45 minutes as I sat at the side of the room, kind of mentally reviewing my notes in my head and trying to get each point nailed and consciously being ready to jump in just as soon as he was done and trying to meet his energy level at the front of the room. I don't remember much about how I started, but I remember when I faltered. I was trying so hard to nail each point in order that I briefly lost my place and got confused on what I was explaining. Instead of just resetting and starting again, I attempted to explain the point that wasn't working even more, going into all kinds of unnecessary detail and some effort to try to sound credible. It did not work. <laughs> I started losing eye contact from participants who were kind of shifting uncomfortably, obviously aware that I was floundering. I managed to eventually get myself back on track, but it was obvious that I had really lost my place. I was never so happy to be done with a presentation than when my mentor eventually stepped back in. The car ride back to the office started off pretty quiet. <laughs> he finally broke the silence and said, well, probably it's not a good idea for me to change things up on you right before a presentation, is it? The uh, client was really gracious. It wasn't a big deal in the grand scheme of things. But I learned a really valuable lesson that day. One of the things that I find myself often inviting the leaders I work with to do is to listen for what's not being said. If you happen to have that in mind as you were listening to the story, you may already know where I went wrong. I was worried about a lot of things that day, making sure I hit the points, how I looked, impressing my mentor, getting to the end without screwing up, even though I ultimately did. Uh, but you may have noticed I didn't say a single thing about what I hoped that the people would have gained from the workshop. That was over 15 years ago, and I can remember in perfect detail what was going on with me. But I didn't give that much thought to whether the people who were there got value from my presentation. I was so focused on myself that I can't even recall what we were there to present. It was an important lesson for me and a story I went on to share later about how to do presentations when I was training for Carnegie. And it leads to the key mindset for engaging your audience. And it's this. It's four words. It's not about you. It's not about you. If you've had the privilege to present to an audience, whether it's in person, online, or some combination, you're not there for you. You're there first and foremost to serve the audience. Now, that might seem obvious, but I found over the years that it's just not where most people land when presenting, just like I didn't all those years ago when I started my work at Carnegie. I think that everything to engage an audience well ultimately comes back to this principle. When you're trying to decide if you include that additional slide or leave it out of the presentation, the decision point shouldn't be what you think about it. The question should be, does the additional information help my audience get value or does it potentially overwhelm them? 
When you're citing the work of an expert or an industry example, the question shouldn't be, who sounds impressive to you? The question should be, who does the audience already respect? When explaining something involving complexity, you should meet the audience where they are. Instead of trying to sound impressive with your knowledge, you should be trying to craft a message that's accessible to them and gives them exactly what they need so they can have the knowledge to take the next step, whatever that is. I've seen a lot of people try to impress their audiences over the years and ultimately fall flat, just like I did. Ironically, the best way to actually impress your audience is just to serve them well. I still use the principle of it's not about you every time I interview someone on the podcast. It would be really easy to get caught up in the how good are my questions, how prepared am I, how do I sound to people, all that stuff, right? And like anybody, I do get caught up in that sometimes. And I get nervous, especially when I'm talking to someone who's well-known. But what really works for me is not to ignore that, but just to set all that aside in a box and focus on how do I help my listeners get as much out of this conversation as possible? That purpose not only helps me to do a better job, but it actually really helps to control those nerves too. The best way to engage your audience and look good is not by worrying about you, it's by worrying about them. In the remaining lessons of this course, I'll be going into a lot more detail on how to engage your audience, but every single tactic ultimately comes back to this key mindset. It's not about you. If you will start with that mindset, it'll open the door to influencing your audience in ways that will serve them well and you too. Speaking of mindsets, a critical reason our academy is a year-long process is because we're not just talking about tactics and solving problems in the moment, which we do. We're actually working together for a full year so all of us get a substantial upgrade to our operating systems for how we lead people. Applications just open to the Academy, and you can discover more and apply before Friday, September 10th at coachingforleaders.com academy. And if you want to access this audio course permanently, simply go over to coachingforleaders.com and set up your free membership. Now that you know the key mindset, lesson two is how to make complexity simple.